0: following is a live, copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, Attorney at Law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com.
1: Welcome back to Hour 2 of Radio Law Talk. Uh... Hi, not Chris. Hi, not Todd. Hi, not Denise. Have you ever seen that movie <laughs> called Hi, Hi, not Lynn? I can't remember. I, I wish, I wish I could. Todd was here because he knows there's a movie that it's about a guy that uh, 855 Law Radio or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Yes, I'm the Lone Ranger. That means I'm the Lone Ranger. They're not here. Hi, not Todd. Hi, not Denise. Hi, not Chris. Let me tell you, there's a movie. I can't remember the name. I'm thinking of it. I'll think of it. I bet you I know everybody's saying I know it when I say it. Here it is. It's about an individual that needs money, and he goes to the Special Olympics and becomes a Special Olympian. He's an athlete, and he acts like a a Special Olympian, and he goes out, and uh, Lynn is the girl he likes that takes care of the Special Olympians, and... (laughs) <laughs> Lynn, uh, Lynn's boyfriend is cheating on her, and all the special Olympian Olympic guys go out to the movie, and there is the boyfriend they don't like.
0: So it's not the ringer. The
1: ringer, it is the ringer. Okay, okay all right, okay. And then, and then the boy, and as they walk by, there is the boyfriend sitting there, and they go. Hi, whatever his name is. Hi, not Lynn. (laughs) That is the best part of that movie. Hi, not Lynn. I keep going, hi, not Lynn. So uh, that's what I used for my co-hosts that are not here. I'm here with Ron Arndt, a mediator uh, extraordinaire here helping me out. Uh, for the next half hour or so, to talk about mediations, uh, we're going to talk uh, about we're going to have another case or no case. We're going to get into and, and talk a little bit about uh, Avenatti. Very interesting stuff going on. First of all, not only about his financial issues, but about uh, supposedly he has a client that has a sex video. We're going to talk about. Going to talk about a Dexter subway poster. Fox News suit being sued for defamation. And guess what? There's a jury ward coming down of the duck boat crashes and duck boat cases. So we're going to talk about those. Remember, we are talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel for any issue you have. Do not go before the judge. Or the mediator. Or the, or the mediator. Your Honor, Your Honor, Fred Penny on Radio Law Talk said the following. I believe... So don't do that. I know that sounds exciting and fun, and I'm so popular that that would be a great thing to do. More than likely, the judges will throw you out of court. So again, seek local counsel. We're talking about general topics of law, and we're having lots of fun. Ron, tell us some kind of cool, interesting war stories. Obviously, you don't bring people's names up and stuff. Tell us some neat... As a mediator, he's been doing this so long, he's got some of the best stories. Tell the audience about some cool mediation stories.
2: Well, one in particular was dealing with uh, the the interesting personalities we deal with, plaintiffs and defense attorneys. Um, And I was working a a case up, trying to get it resolved. And I had made the offers and uh, demands between the two parties. And as I I started to walk out of one of the rooms with the defense attorney, I said, uh, I'm going to get this case settled. And he says, no, you're not. And I said, oh, ye of little faith... And he looked at me, he says, you must think you walk on water. And I turned around and took about three steps and then turned back and said, I do. <laughs> there you go. It just <laughs> has to be frozen first. <laughs> <That's> exactly <laughs> now, right. Did, did you settle the case? Absolutely. I Absolutely. didn't believe you. Yep. Wow. Yep.
0: So wow. What's, the, what's the most common objection? Why do people say, you're not going to settle the case,
2: I'm going to take it to court? Why would people do that? They still aren't, and and usually cases go to trial because people have failed to communicate. And they're not listening now. Many times lawyers will tell either the insurance carrier or the party that they're representing a value of the case that isn't truly representative of the value. And now they're stuck with trying to explain to their clients why they should pay more or take less. And that makes it real difficult. I'll tell you,
1: I want to answer that question. A A lot of the problems we have... Guess what, Ron, and you're gonna, I know you're going to agree this. You're going to go, yep. And we, I, why I love mediators, here's an independent person telling the clients this, or even on the other side, is, okay, well, my friend's brother's case was this, or, oh, I talked to a lawyer that does uh, estate planning, and he told me it's worth this. I still remember, I will never forget the case where a client came in and told me his therapist said it's this is what we should have got. His therapist. I said, what, what, which therapist? The, his psychiatric therapist. This is what the value of the case is. And and, and believe me, there were there were issues with that case after that. That's where I find is that, Is that some issues you have, wrong? Oh, yes.
2: Getting over the perceptions? Well, not only that. In, in practice, the same thing. I used to have clients that would, prospective clients, come in and we'd discuss the facts of the case. And they said, what's my case worth? I said, I can't give you a value until I know. When you're through with the treatment, what the medical specials are, what your wage loss is, all of this, and you give me an entire picture, I'll give you a value. Now you can go talk to another lawyer, and they may give you a value, but they'll probably be backpedaling at some point in time because they told you that value and didn't have this information. Right. Um, and I and I go further and tell them in the past, uh, I've seen cases walk in here that looked like a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar case, couldn't get more than twenty five for it. And I've seen cases that look like 25 and end up to be 250. So right. I, I will only give you value when I have enough facts to make it a good recommendation to you.
1: That's awesome. Tell uh, us some good, good or worse
2: Is things. there a table, like an actuarial table, like an insurance company? I remember when I had life
0: insurance many, many years ago when I first got it, it said, well, if you lose your right hand, it's worth this amount, if you lose your whole arm, it's worth that amount. Are there tables and actuarials you work off, or do you have it reinvent the wheel every time you do it?
2: You reinvent the wheel every time. You just don't know if you get got a 13-year-old with a missing arm versus a 70-year-old with a missing arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, medical bills are not a good guide because sometimes they're all diagnostic studies that she'll still don't tell you much. So, no, it, there there is no guide per se, but there are programs out there that insurance carriers often use, uh, and they tell them, based on what we're seeing here, this is the value, and some insurance companies deal just strictly on that.
1: Yeah, and there are, there is a thing, for workers' comp, it is a little more... Uh, uh, stringent. The
2: more agencies.
0: structured. Yeah, yeah. more
1: mm-hmm. structured. So that's probably what you're thinking of. They do have tables and workers comp. It is, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but not on the general third party cases that not are, are not workers comp. And even but even the workers comp, there's still some you know a little bit of a little bit of movement here and there. Tell some other fun stories, Ron. You've got a load of good stories, our uh, listeners.
2: Uh, well, yes, I've got one other one in particular. I had a doctor's wife who was the plaintiff arrive for the mediation early. And I could not find a chair to make her comfortable. She would walk in and, you know, this chair doesn't work and this chair doesn't work and waiting for her attorney. And then she starts telling me all the things that have been going on in her life since she got injured in this motor vehicle accident.
1: Was she one of the three little bears? No. Oh, was it Goldilocks? No. no. Oh, just, oh, okay. but
2: oh. I understand. <laughs> uh, I finally got a chair that was comfortable for her. Okay. And we started the mediation, and she said, my family doesn't appreciate me anymore because of the injuries I've got. My husband doesn't appreciate me anymore. Where I work doesn't appreciate me, and she worked in a medical office. And she said, you know, I've, I've done all my treatments for the office I was associated with, etc." cetera. Um, finally, in looking at the facts of the case, there was a five-month gap In treatment and she wanted to relate everything after that five months still to the motor vehicle incident and I mean she had struggled in the door she sat in that chair was bouncing around the whole time I sat down with her and I said your medical records say that five months after you missed all this treatment you went in and you re-injured your back so this is about all they're gonna give you she shot to her feet I'll take it ran out the door (laughs) got her car drove it up to the front door, banged back in. Here she was. She took the money, and off she went. But she was angry, but walked in a cripple and left. Hey, the miracle! It's, yeah. a, miracle, it's a miracle, Your Honor. It's a miracle, Your Honor. Green got, salve.
1: Yeah, there we go. I have got a great story i got to tell you about a mediation I was in. It is the most interesting one for one reason one reason only. I wish Todd, the single guy, was here that I could talk to him about it. But we'll be right back. One more mediation story, then we're going to get into some other stuff.
0: Thanks for turning on Radio Law Talk on radiolawtalk.com and on your favorite radio station. The show will resume after this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
5: com to schedule your appointment. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high and recycling products is lucrative. If
0: you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more. at SavedByTheScan.org. You're listening to RadiolawTalk.com. And now, back to your host, Frederick Penny.
1: If you have a question about mediation, you can tweet us at RadiolawTalk. i got to look at the Twitter to see. Uh, or uh, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. Believe it or not, the O, by the time you, you dial the O, everyone goes, Oh, that's too many numbers. It'll start ringing after you dial the O, before you dial the O. I I was talking to Ron during the break, and and picture this. I want everybody to sit there and picture, and usually they're in private lawyer's offices. I didn't tell the mediator this, nor the insurance person, um, but uh, who are single men, and that's why I wanted Todd to be here, and this is not an exaggeration. I walked in with this wonderful client of mine, what a sweetheart, what a wonderful person that was injured, I'm going to say moderately seriously, not the most serious, but moderately seriously, spittin' image, Cal, of Demi Moore. Spittin' really? image, I mean, in her Demi Moore in her 20s. Just, in fact, the mediator stopped and talked and then afterwards walked out with him and he said, that's Demi Moore. I said, yeah, pretty much. Looks like her. Fake and, ID, Your Honor. Yeah, and, and, and we had to show her ID and adjust her and the attorneys. And everyone was like, she looks just like Demi Moore. I said, exactly. And that's when we come to a jury, I'm going to put all men on. The- no. <laughs> Did you say, now let's get over this and get yeah, down to the yeah. case? Let's get down and give me all the money I want. Okay, good. Here you go. Thank you. But but it was so interesting, the shock. of I still she. I remember her telling me that, yeah, she gets stopped in the house. Uh, wherever she goes, and they think it's Demi, you know. And this is during the time period. This was years ago, probably 20 years ago, when Demi was younger. But, uh, boy, that helps mediation. And what that comes across as is why I bring that up, Ron, is, believe it or not, a person, the value of a case sometimes detem- depends on the type of person you're putting on the stand.
2: Absolutely. The the image that either side projects is very, very critical. And oftentimes we have adjusters who have come to a mediation that have not yet met the plaintiff, and they want to do that, and I do my best not to expose the plaintiff to another deposition, so I'll ask the questions, but then they get a chance to see how they look, how they talk, uh, how they react to things, Uh, are they credible, is it something that will make a difference, and that can enhance the value of the case, or it can uh, make a detriment to the value of the
0: case. Is it true that better-looking people
2: have better results in court? I know there was a study that said that that was the case. Is that true in you guys' experience? Not just the looks, uh, it, it's how they act, because yeah, people can be very important. beautiful looking, but they can be very narcissistic in their attitudes and approaches. Right. So that can destroy it as well.
1: Um, yeah, I think it comes down to really the, the, who they are. you got a sweet little old, not good looking elderly lady, the jury's going to like that person, generally speaking. Right, and Ron right. was telling me about a story of, or children, you put little sweet children on Uh, they're gonna melt your heart some of them tell about the one that you had
2: I had a case involving a young girl who was burned horribly on her legs from a a heater that didn't have it the safety valve didn't keep it from getting too hot and she got her legs horribly burned and so we went after the apartment complex for not maintaining it correctly Uh, and the insurance carriers there were two or three involved Were just not thinking about the case the way they should Uh, so we set up a mediation and I was waiting, and I was talking to the folks involved. And my client arrives. She's about five or six years old at this point in time. She comes running in, jumps in my lap, gives me a great big hug and a kiss. And they said, I think we need to have a serious talk about value now. If if the attorney <laughs> and the young girl have a uh, relationship like this, and the jury sees it, something's going to change. So we got a good settlement after that.
1: And a sweet girl. You know, yeah, that that mm-hmm. that girl, little girl, would have made a, a wonderful witness. So that's that's what's important, Cal.
0: Credibility. Seems to me to always be pardon me always seems to be the big thing. We know that people who want to manipulate the system will do anything they can to misrepresent or what I call high side their case. In other words, here's reality and they'll push everything to the very high side of what they're trying to tell you. Does that come into play? Can you sense whether people are being honest with you or whether they're disingenuous when they when they get into a mediation session? Not just the individuals, but the lawyers themselves.
2: Yes, that happens uh, on frequent occasions, and then you try to figure out a way to work around them. Uh, I've had lawyers who want to get in the face of the other side, and I have to find a way to control that to some degree. But uh, no, they absolutely it happens all the time, uh, where you have to figure out a way to let one party or the other and that's why sometimes i meet with the attorneys alone i said do you need help with your client do i have to talk to a little differently because i have a whole spiel that i go through to explain this is a case of damages this is the case of negligence and these are the steps we go through and these are the problems and if if you're here it's because one of those problems exists but yes it it is uh it, it is
1: and this also happens in divorces and anything so ron it doesn't necessarily have to. You don't have to mediate, be a, have a lawyer to mediate. You can go to an independent mediator. Like if you're a husband and wife, and you don't want to get lawyers, which you, you know we believe. Obviously, we say you should get a lawyer, but and if you want to try to mediate, you can go get a mediator yourself. You can do mediations without lawyers. Isn't that true?
2: Absolutely. And in fact, I've done some cases with pro per's. Uh, and, and pro-per is a person who does not have a lawyer, and they will set it up with the insurance company, and I'll handle it from that standpoint. What's yeah. your preference? Yeah. Do, do the do the results differ if it's pro-per? It can. It just depends upon whether they prepared their case correctly. We talked about the briefs. Um, in fact, there was one case. Uh, the defense attorney had someone who had a four-wheel drive, and they rear-ended a car, and he wrote his brief. And this is some of the humorous stuff we get into with briefs and the way they write them. And I read through the brief, and when I got him uh, alone. I said, so I have a question for you. I've read your brief, and you said that your vehicle, your guy's vehicle, rear-ended this car, and the only damage was to the wench. How badly hurt was she? Ha ha, pum. The body wench. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I said, he, he. so it's, uh, and the typographical I, errors, the things, it is. Oh, no, he, he misspelled it. Is, it? Oh, instead, yes. of, instead of wench, he oh, we called her wench. Oh. <laughs> and and oh. that was the difference. <laughs>
1: I got it now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got it. I don't have my, my cohorts helping me. Ron, thank you very much for being here. You're, you've been a great help. Uh, Ron's a busy man, but we appreciate him coming in. We're going to talk a little bit about Avenatti coming up. That's that's really uh, that's an interesting one. This Dexter Showtime. I if Todd was here, he follows all these these shows, but this this Dexter apparently it's a Showtime show. They're suing the lady falls down the stairs on this is one you need to mediate. Falls down the stairs because she saw a poster that scared her and she sued Showtime because of it. So we'll talk about that and Fox being sued. And I want to talk about these duck boats crashes coming up. There's a verdict that is very interesting to discuss. But we'll be right back with the Lone Ranger, Frederick Penny.
0: This is Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on the radio. We'll be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com.
1: USA Radio
6: News
4: with Rick Vincent.
2: Former U.S. Cardinal Theodore McCarrick has been expelled from the priesthood after a church trial found him guilty of sexually abusing both minors and adults. John Allen, editor of the Roman Catholic-oriented news website, Crux, and CNN's Senior Vatican Analyst in Rome says he's the highest-ranking Catholic to be expelled.
4: This is essentially the most uh, significant penalty uh, in church law that can be imposed. It's the Catholic equivalent of the death penalty. And Clearly, the Vatican hopes that this will send a signal of resolve and seriousness about the Lyrical sex abuse scandal
2: McCarrick will not be able to appeal the decision the gunman who killed five people and wounded five police officers at an Illinois manufacturing company in Aurora Illinois Friday was being terminated from his job 45 year old Gary Martin had worked at the facility for 15 years all five of his victims
3: were co-workers you're listening to USA radio news got an old car Call right now. That number again is 800-280-2144
0: Go to the website, radiolawtalk.com. You can listen to the show there, and there's a lot of other good information, too. That's radiolawtalk.com. Radio Law Talk and radiolawtalk.com.
1: So we've talked about Avenatti many times before. There's two interesting things going on right now with Avenatti. He is... For those of you who don't remember, Stormy Daniels' attorney that was going to run for president as when was the one that definitely did not like Trump and would uh, uh, basically banter back and forth with Trump. And Boy,
0: that ended in a hurry, didn't yes, it?
1: Yes, it did end in a hurry. So what has happened is uh, he's had a lot of issues. Without getting into all of his issues, uh, his, his law firm filed bankruptcy. Now, he had an attorney in his firm that sued them and his firm, he and his partner, and and uh, won a lawsuit for ten million dollars in past fees that was owed to this attorney, um, and and he's got a judgment against him. So they file bankruptcy. Okay.
0: How can a law firm file right. bankruptcy? Uh,
1: any business can file bankruptcy. So they file bankruptcy. So wow. what happens in these bankruptcies is okay. They get if when they file bankruptcy, and I believe it was a Chapter Eleven. I don't have it in front of me. They didn't. I can't remember. But anyway, they. they I don't know. It might have been a seven. Can't remember. Eleven's uh, reorganization. uh, I'm not a bankruptcy lawyer. They filed a bankruptcy, and the bankruptcy court. Uh, usually comes in and says, okay, give us your assets. Let's see what you've got, right? And and we're going to see uh, your creditors. We've got to disperse to your creditors. Well, the main creditor is this lawyer with a $10 million uh, judgment against the law firm. And his his name is uh, Jason Frank, by the way. And um, what's happening is he's arguing, well, wait a minute. All the assets are being drained. And not only that... Uh, Avenatti now uh, his firm is now called Avenatti and Associates instead of the old firm's name. And his argument is which
0: was Egan Avenatti right, LLP. that's right.
1: exactly right. And right. what he said is, and what 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 Jason Frank is arguing, the guy that's owed ten million dollars is all he did is basically change name. It's the same staff. It's the same you know lawyers. Everything's the same. In fact, they're even using the 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 original law firm emails. Uh, when he was there, still, some of the staff, and now they're saying, oh, no, we're billing it in at this law firm, Avenatti and Associates, and not this law firm. So to make a long story short, he's, he, he brings this up, and he's uh, fighting with them and says, listen, uh, you are not being forthright about what money is coming in, and you're divvying it up and putting it other places where it should go into the firm that is the normal firm. And Avenatti says, well, no, no, we don't. So...
0: Now, is he a sole proprietor? He has a partner, so, has a partner. So, so it's a partnership. It's not a. Well, I
1: don't know if it's a partnership. It could be a legal corporation. But the point is, there is other lawyers involved. in that. Okay. Got so it. he's not the only lawyer, but right. but he he denies it, all the wrongdoing. He didn't do anything wrong. Uh, by the way, here's just some interesting things. Here's some um, uh, that this attorney that's owed ten million dollars is arguing that uh, he used money going to the law firm that was go to go that was supposed to come to pay for his $10 million judgment for his personal expenses. $13,000 in rent for his Century City apartment. That's what uh, St. Avenatti was spending on when it should be going to the law firm and paying him. $3,640 payment on his Ferrari. That's quite the payment. $21,000 to Passport 420. That's Avenatti's company that owns his private jet. Ah. So... uh, and. this is, here's the interesting one: $150,000 for his troubled coffee company. Now, these are allegations. Again, these are allegations by the former lawyer that worked there that is bringing these allegations. Mr. Jason Frank and and Avenatti saying, well, no, uh, th- that's all legitimate. Now,
0: well, here's what here's sure. what I don't get, Fred. Sure. This all started when a Florida guy said Avenatti owed him. Twenty-eight thousand and seven hundred dollars—that relatively minor amount for a law firm that has garnered more than four hundred million dollars yes. in verdicts—that twenty-eight-seven pushed him over the edge. But the timing right. is what's suspicious, right?
1: Yeah, and here, yeah, you're right, Cal. And the issue there is too is—is is Avenatti is even agrees or at least has mentioned. The firm is booming. His uh, Avenatti and Associates is doing great. In fact, I'm going to talk about in a few seconds about one of the cases he just got that's going to be another high-profile case. But I thought it was interesting, all this. He has a troubled coffee company. I didn't know that. It's called Tully's Coffee, T-U-L-L-Y-S. And I'm not trying to help him out because apparently it's gone under already. No, never heard of it. Yeah, yeah, but apparently that that was his uh, You know, coffee company. He's put money into it. Here's some other interesting. 53600 to his ex-wife. But here's the thing that's interesting. I looked it up. HTP Motorsports. He gave two hundred thirty-two thousand eight hundred seventy-five dollars uh, uh, to his motorsport auto racing team. It's huh, interesting. I mean, I love racing. In fact, I we sponsor uh, a race team. But HTP Motorsports, look it up. and it is a legitimate, big-time Mercedes racing team. That's that. Races all over the world, including Europe and Dubai, all that type of stuff. So hmm. there you go. So they're, they're alleging this. So guess how it all the easy the the easy way out is, and which Avenatti's smart. He agreed to back off. And not be in charge because he's the managing partner. He manages the money, and they put a trustee in that's managing all the money coming in. And uh, the attorney, the other attorney that's suing him, said, "Okay, I get that. So now you got bankruptcy. You got the, the trustee full time. He's out watching the money to make sure everything's going the right."
0: How spot. interesting is it though that this twenty-eight thousand seven hundred? They claim forced him into bankruptcy, and it was just a few days before the depositions were to begin in right. the dispute case with his with his uh, lawyer that wants the money.
1: Yeah, isn't yeah. that interesting? Well, the interesting yeah, there's a lot of interesting things about that. Did you? I didn't realize that he was one of the lawyers that sued uh, on behalf of ticket holders that sued the NFL over the Super Bowl tickets. Hmm. And and there's actually an email that that the other attorney that's suing him. Uh, said that shows that Avenatti is owed at least the law firm 1.4 million dollars in his fees for that that case, and yet he's. Allegations are that Avenatti returns and says, "Oh yeah, put four hundred nine thousand in the firm and nine hundred fifty-three thousand in a separate account." That that they did, and and he, you know they're bringing this up, and he's saying, "Hey, this is not right." So uh, they got the trustee working on it, and and there you go. I know you all feel sorry for Avenatti; we all do. But here's the other interesting thing: he is good. he is doing well. Guess what? The new tape by R. Kelly. R. Kelly. See, I I don't follow. Uh, rap, music, or hip-hop, but apparently R. Kelly's a big hip-hop and rap person. R. Kelly, apparently, Avenatti claims he represents a client that has some sex tapes that show uh, R. Kelly uh, having sex uh, with an underage uh, youth.
0: A now, 14-year-old.
1: That's what their allegations are. Allegedly. Me tell you this. That's allegedly. Let me tell you why allegedly. Uh, uh, what I've read, and I, and this is what I've read, and I've, I've looked up, it's because they're saying they don't know that she's 14 but the reason she said they're saying 14 because in the tape he mentions
0: Age 14. He her. says those body yeah. parts are 14 years old. Right. That's what he said.
1: But yeah, maybe yeah. he said, and again, I'm, we're putting both sides a- up. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, and maybe he's saying that just as a tease, you know, hey, you're 25, but you look 14. We don't yeah, know. We don't know. And yeah. so what I'm saying is, I hate it when allegations come out, even if they're a pig and are doing wrong things, but you never know what he meant by that. But but the point is, Avenatti is the lawyer for someone who supposedly had this tape. And uh, so uh, those of you that think he's not doing well. He is still uh, making money to pay for the Ferrari.
0: All this publicity is good for Avenatti. Even if people say he's a slime, he's, he's look at what he's doing, look at the people he's representing, it's all good because that brings these high-profile clients in questionable circumstances right. running to his feet and saying, hey, you're the Stormer Daniels guy, you're the R. Kelly yep. guy, here, help me, help me.
1: And guess yeah. what? Yeah. Now I guess, uh, uh, what's-her-name is not going to be getting them all, uh, Gloria Allred. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess Gloria Allred claims <laughs> that, that in the video, apparently the video has been turned over to, it's in Illinois, the Illinois uh, uh, to the authorities. authorities yeah. And they're looking at it, and apparently Gloria Allred is claiming, Whoa, in and in those videos are one of my clients. And uh, so she's getting involved.
0: Well, uh, that doesn't surprise me. I yeah. think she could probably find one of her clients almost anywhere.
1: But guess what, Cal? I always, everyone always rips on her. I'm not going to say I'm positive. Not anger, I'm but just, this yeah. is what I'm saying. Hey, she, she's a marketer, man. She knows how to market, and, <laughs> and she gets the case. But guess what? Avenatti is now getting these cases because as bad as things are happening this guy – guess what? He's getting the publicity. Now he's getting these high-profile cases.
0: It doesn't matter what you say about me. Just spell my name correctly.
1: That's exactly right. Dexter, do you ever watch this Dexter? Do you know anything about Dexter? Never saw it. I've never never seen this. And if Todd was here, I guess, again, he's not here. Uh, Nobody's here. It's me, the Lone Ranger, and Cal. (laughs) Um, This Dexter apparently is a show by Showtime... I know we got one minute left, but let me just lay this out. Is a Showtime movie about a killer that kills killers. So, what he does is he goes out and finds people who are killers and kills them. And one way he likes to do it is he wraps them in saran wrap. Bizarre. And this is the actual show. Nice. Huh. And so, on in New York to, uh, to Showtime to go ahead and put a poster up in the New York subway so they can get more people watching the show. It shows him, the actor, wrapped up in cellophane, and it shocked the lady. She fell down the stairs, fractured her ankle, and she sued Showtime.
0: Oh, I'm sure she's got a case. And uh, <laughs>
1: she has a case, but I'm going to tell you what the court is saying about her case, and we'll be right back. When I uh... hey, we're we're getting there, man. We're we're cruising.
0: All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
3: Jason Ross, back here Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories.
5: I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me.
2: I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested.
3: Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-213-9264. 800-213-9264. 800-213-9264. Call right now before it's too late. 800-213-9264. 264 it's been said
5: Many people
6: believe they don't control their own destiny. Let them continue just getting by while you make the choice to do something about your future. Imagine working from home, earning the income you deserve. Just visit StartLivingYoung.com and click on the Be Your Own Boss tab. Discover Juness, a state-of-the-art global health company with over a billion a year in sales. They'll provide all the tools you need to succeed. Visit StartLivingYoung.com today and click on the Be Your Own Boss tab. Your destiny awaits at StartLivingYoung.com.
3: All
0: around the world, the world, this is radiolawtalk.com. Case or no case is a game. Any stories represented in here may or may not be true and are based on facts but may not be fully factual. Any similarities to legal cases may be purely coincidental or may be factual. Case or no case is, case, is is a case, case is a game of skill. No way Got to get a disclaimer in there for case or no yeah. case for next hour. Just getting people ready for the idea. Yes. Lovely. Back to Radio Law Talk. Here's your host, Fred Penny, the Lone you, Ranger today and doing fine. Hey, Fred.
1: Hey, Ginsburg showed up to court on Friday, Cal. Yeah. And uh, in a wheelchair. I believe she was in a wheelchair, but but she is a... Apparently going to show up on Tuesday to uh, discuss uh, and hear about uh, some cases going forward with the uh, Supreme Court, which to me is uh, super interesting. I I believe uh, they're going to talk about uh, a couple of important cases uh, number one is whether or not uh, Trump, the Trump administration is going to uh, add a question on their citizenship to the census.
0: Yeah, they, they, they uh, want yeah. to not only ask people all these questions and demographic data, but say, are you a citizen of the United right. States? Which right. the Constitution requires that the U.S. citizenry have the population counted. So I don't know right. what the problem is. But, uh, you know,
1: I, I you just know. work here, Cal.
0: Yeah, you and me both. Yeah. Way out of our pay grade.
1: And then whether or not a federal law barring employment... And discrimination applies to gay men and lesbians and that's so those are the things she's gonna gonna talk about so anyway she's gonna be on the bench on tuesday supposedly listening to these arguments those naysayers that thought she was uh they were trying to keep her alive uh were definitely naysayers
0: so. i just wonder uh, how awake she can be i mean she's obviously in in physical condition has been compromised a bit
1: so. i think i uh, my general opinion i think she. Probably needs to stay home and relax more, and and you know this is quite the surgery, this cancer surgery that yeah. she had, and she probably needs to be home to to get better, but she's probably coming just politically, she has to come out and say, I'm here, stop. Everybody stop talking about it. Stop you know? the
0: speculation. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm here and so that's what she's probably clearly doing. She's a tough gal and and good for her. Um really quick, uh Cal, uh I, the, the import, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Showtime uh, Dexter uh, case. So, uh, Dexter uh, star Michael Hall um, cause this lady to, to fall down. Uh, she, they bring this lawsuit in two, February of 2015, and it's the summer of 2013 when she sees this poster. It's near the stairs, scares her. She falls down the stairs and, and injures her ankle.
0: And this eye. is that iconic Dexter poster that yes. shows the star wrapped in cellophane. That's exactly right. That was right. just when people saw it. That people who were familiar with the right. show knew exactly what it was.
1: So here's what here's what their argument is. Here's what the plaintiffs argued. They argued this was a hazard. And created the following to pedestrians walking down the stairs. Disturbing, provocative, shocking, and fear-inducing image that caused her to fall down. Oh, boo-hoo. Guess what, Cal? <laughs> uh, you know what? Here's the deal. that I, st- I have the same disturbing, provocative, shocking, fear-inducing images when I go either to a water park or to the beach sometimes. <laughs> So sometimes (laughs) it's disturbing, sometimes (laughs) it's (laughs) provocative, (laughs) and sometimes shocking, Cal, when I go, and the shocking part is, ready for this? Uh, Really? You're
0: wearing that? Well, I see. I have that one. If I I ever have the displeasure of going to my local Walmart store, I have the very (laughs) same reaction. (laughs) Cal, you're at at the local water park. I've done
1: this before. You're at the local water park or at the beach, and you're like, dude. You should not be wearing that.
0: Who told you that was okay? Yeah, you should not.
1: Or, ma'am, <laughs> no, no. no. Yeah, Bikinis no. are not good <laughs> at that stage or at that age. And it's just so funny. It's like I, that's the first thing I thought. Oh, it's disturbing, provocative, shocking, and fear-inducing images. <gasps> we see that all the time, don't we, Cal?
0: Just a matter of human existence. I guess human existence. I'm going to fall
1: and break my ankle. <laughs> and I'm so, a plaintiff's lawyer. I'm all for that.
0: <laughs> well, why would someone say... I saw a poster, therefore I fell. I, and what judge would draw that line and say, oh, makes
1: sense to me? No, let me tell you, Cal, I believe it. I believe this lady it probably did shock her a little bit and she fell down. But there's, uh, without getting all the details of the laws, there's certain things in life that you're not liable for. It's dangerous to drive to Lake Tahoe on those roads that have cliffs on them. Right. But it's, it's a foreseeable, uh, foresee, it's foreseeable. So this is what you have to do. Um, and this is what the court did just so you know the court tossed it out those of you who are happy now good job court so they tossed it out saying that this advertisement was not a foreseeable act it was unforeseeable that this cuz you got to show that it's foreseeable it would not it was unforeseeable that someone would fall down the stairs and break their ankle or hurt their ankle because they saw this poster that's unforeseeable second of all that showtime did not owe a duty of care to the public or to this individual uh, to make sure that that, that uh, there's no duty of care to show that, okay, uh, we owe you a duty to not scare you with this poster. So, in other words, there's no warning duty.
0: poster downstairs that may make you yes. fall down the stairs. Yes. Right. Watch <laughs> where you're going.
1: Right. Probably what she was doing. Probably she. Maybe not even scared, but was looking at it, going, "Whoa, what the heck?" Whoop, well, boom, goes right. down, and not right. paying attention. Right. So the court threw that out. And that
0: she could have done that, by the way, with any poster mm-hmm. that any person has seen, depending on how you react to it.
3: A right? picture
1: of me in a speedo would th- do the same reaction. I'm thinking pretty much, pretty much yeah. the same reaction. <laughs> yeah. Falling, I think there'd be more than one person falling down the stairs.
3: You would be sued. Radio Law Talk <laughs>
1: host Frederick Penny.
0: <laughs> me too, but Cal, way. think about that. <laughs> Will you stand next to me in the poster? <laughs> sure. Sure, why not? <laughs> See how many people get to break their
1: ankles. I think the wives would be going, that's it. Yeah. Divor- I was thinking about it. Man. That's the straw that broke the back. They'd be calling I'm their done. own lawyers, wouldn't that's they? That's exactly right. Man. Fox News with a $25 million defamation lawsuit from a songwriter. Okay, Daryl Singletary. Let's talk about Daryl Singletary. Cal, you've got a little little. Well, Daryl Singletary think. is He's a country
0: artist. Yeah. He has a song called Too Much Fun, I think, is what yeah, it's called.
1: And, yeah, this is his song. Yeah.
0: Has over his 3 million views. It's pretty popular.
2: Yeah. Daryl Singletary. The sheriff said both
4: yeah. you got fourteen
2: people in the back of this truck.
4: I warn you twice and now I'm riding you up. I
1: said oh. Nice. I like I, I listen to his music and I like country music. Oh, and, me too. Yeah. And I, Cal, tell the truth. Did you ever hear him? I haven't heard of him.
0: No, and he's he's really uh, does Apparently. I mean he's a he's a middle tier, I would right. safely say, I think a middle tier artist, right. but he's doing fine for himself, making yeah. a living.
1: So. Yeah, doing doing okay. Well what the the sad part is he dies February twelfth. 2018. Oh, no. Un- unexpectedly, he passes away. And um, so he's he's got this individual by the name of uh, Greg Hudick. And I hope I'm saying it right. Greg Hudick apparently wrote some songs with him and was uh, apparently upset about this. And he was a friend of his. And, he was upset and, about the passing? Yeah, the passing. It was a As friend. Well he should yeah, be. Yeah, sure, and it was, right. uh, apparently, this guy was just well-loved by the country, you know, people but again I'm shocked I haven't heard of him but he actually he had a two two of his singles were number 2 on the charts but I think it was like in the 90s okay. um so uh but anyway so so he felt so bad about him. he took a couple of his songs that he recorded with them and one's called we're not going to hell for having a hell lot of a, a hell of a time And and he puts out a tweet. It's either a tweet or Instagram or Facebook, something to that effect. And he basically says, look, I'm putting this out, and all, quote, all of the revenue from the digital downloads will go to the Singletary family to help them out. Okay. All sounds good so far, right, Cal? Like it. Okay. All good. So then uh, what, what happens is this Singletary has a partner. And the partner sends him a cease and desist letter says, take that down. You have no right to say that, or maybe there might be an issue whether or not you can even produce that, song, put that song out. So he basically takes it down, goes to his manager, that is the manager of Singletary, and this is his allegations. Hudik claims that uh, he went to the, the manager, and, he t- and, he, and the manager says, go ahead and do it. Does the same thing. Puts it out there, says, I'm going to do the family fun, blah, blah, blah guess what? There's no family fun that existed.
2: No family fun existed. Well, not yet. Maybe exactly right. yeah. Good argument. So that's what he argues.
1: I still haven't set it up yet. So what happens is Fox News posts a story called Daryl Singletary's New Single is a Scam. And it's about this situation. And it's just an online story. Yeah, this is him. There's He's, got no yeah, yeah. He's got a good voice. Yeah, that's the song. He's got a good voice. And yeah. so what he does is he put. they post a story online. They change it after he gets upset and saying, I'm not a scammer. And then uh, he wants to benefit the, the, the widow and the kids. And and they said, no, we're going to keep it up. And, and But we're going to take the word scam down. And, and we're going to post a story called Daryl Singletary's new single is, uh, and remove the word scam. So um, mm. he's, he's, he's now suing. I'm going to tell you why he's suing when we come back after the break. And then we're going to get into a couple more things. We're going to be at the top of the hour. We are at the top of the hour. Uh, let me just touch on a, hour three.
0: Hour number three of Radio.Talk is coming right up after your local stations break away.